Welcome to Strategic Staffing 24-7 podcast. Our podcast is designed to give clinicians and nursing leaders the insider tips for working with staffing agencies. I'm Trisha Stackhouse, your host and Vice President of Operations at Integrated Healthcare Staffing and the sponsor of Strategic Staffing 24-7. Today's episode is for clinicians. Many of our clinicians work with us to create flexibility for important things in their life and to gain a greater sense of balance. Olivia Gray and I are gonna share some secrets to building the best flexible schedule. If you don't remember Olivia from our episode on getting paid on time, she's a staffing expert with experience in staffing from a variety of different vantage points, and she's got some great scheduling hacks to share. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah. So um, I want to talk a little bit today about some of the best practices for building out a great schedule for our clinicians. And, and the first thing I wanted to kind of jump into is that very first interaction after someone is hired when they're booking their first shift. And we really encourage people to book that first shift over the phone with an actual staffing coordinator versus the portal. Because the portal is really convenient and there's definitely a place and a time that we want our clinicians to use that for their convenience. Um, but when they're starting to look for locations, um, oftentimes it's best to really talk with a staffing coordinator. That staffing coordinator just, they know a lot of the ins and outs. They know the details and they can really help point that clinician in the right spot. You know, one of the things too that we talk about is when they're booking for the first time is not to go hog wild. Can you maybe jump in and talk about why it's not a good idea to book weeks and weeks of shifts at the same location right off the bat? Right, absolutely. So one thing we had kind of um, talked about is the idea of try before you buy, right? So um, when you want to get into integrated and agency in general, we have all these different facilities. They're going to have different trends. They're going to have different cancellation rates, um, even logistics such as is parking difficult? Is it um, hard to get inside? Is there door codes? So that's really going to be how you're going to utilize your staffing coordinating team, right? They're going to know all of those details on the phone with you. Instead of just seeing a name in a portal, they can jump on and say, you know, this place has had this need open for a while. Perhaps maybe we want to try somewhere else. This place is going to have um, pay for parking. So maybe that's not going to work with you if you don't take public transportation. So getting on to a bunch of different clients at the same um, Right at that beginning same phase and trying out a lot of different locations just seems to give you that flexibility and you can kind of start to build what you prefer where you prefer to go yeah that's that's great advice i think the other thing that goes with that is we want our employees to really enjoy where they work mm -hmm. and once you've committed we expect you to meet that commitment and if you've booked out two or three weeks and after that first or second shift you find that it's not a good fit you're kind of committed to working out that commitment if you just book a few shifts, make sure you like it, exactly. then you're in a much better spot. Yep. Um, I know you mentioned some of the things like parking and where to check in and stuff like that. Um, that stuff is available in the portal, so yes. it's really important for people to, to read those staffing notes because that will give information about you know where to park, where to report the first day, and give some of that data that just helps you feel more comfortable on that first shift. What if one of our clinicians does go out, tries before they buy, finds a location that they absolutely love? Is there a way for them to 
ensure that they get a lot of shifts at that location? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple different things that we encourage. One of those is um, setting that facility preference and letting your staffing coordinator know this is a preferred facility for me. Right away then, as soon as that is marked preferred in your profile, whenever that client puts in new shifts, you're going to get an alert right away. We have shift alert text messages that go out. Additionally, as our staffing coordinators are working on these shifts for these clients, you're going to pop up right into the top of that list. If you're preferred and they put in a need, you're going to be right at the top of the list for us to um, reach out to you right away. Um, additionally, we do recommend that when you have a facility that you love, ask your staffing coordinator about the potential for block booking. What that is is a set schedule. Um, you book out a few weeks, even sometimes we've seen a couple months at a time where you can get set up with these clients um, and you don't have to wait for these shifts to come out. You can say, hey, this is the client I really love. I really want to work there. Let your staffing coordinator do that, know that, and then we can get working on those preset schedules or block bookings. Yeah, that's, that's great. Those block bookings um, are fantastic because then those shifts don't go out to anybody else. You've right. kind of locked them down. Um, and you did mention the shift alerts. One thing I always like to point out on those shift alerts is that if you don't open a shift alert, yes. you won't get another shift alert. So um, even if you don't you know, do anything other than opening it, by opening it, you're letting our system know, hey, I like this, I wanna get more of them, because our system doesn't wanna bog you down and send right. you 20 or 30 of those a day. So just a, a really good thing to, uh, to talk about. You also started talking about how marking preferred puts someone to the top of the list. Yes. Um, I know that we talk a lot about updating availability and letting us know what days of the week, what shifts a person wants to work, right. or what shifts they don't want to work. Can you maybe share a little bit about having that regularly updated availability either by calling in and sharing it with your staffing coordinator or by updating it in the portal, how that impacts where someone falls on that list of, of who to call? Absolutely. So anyone with no availability put in their calendar, um, they kind of just come through as an option, neither not available or available. But when you let, a or let your staffing coordinator know someone on the team and say, hey, I'm available for this shift, um, additionally, and say you're available that day, you've told your staffing coordinator, and you're also marked for preferred at that facility, you're going to be pretty much number one on that list. Say we don't have any information about you, and you don't have any information on your availability that day, but you hadn't let us know that you are busy, cannot even take a phone call. That could lead to someone making a phone call and interrupting your day. So the best way to either get phone calls on the days that you want to work and be left alone on the days you don't is to be in contact and update that calendar with your availability. Yeah, that's that's great advice. I always try and tell new clinicians that even if you mark yourself available for work, it doesn't mean you have to work. Right. It really just alerts us that you want to be told about a shift and right. you can still say yes or no. And the same thing with do not work. Right. Marking yourself do not work doesn't mean we're you can't work. If your availability changes, you can always pick up a shift. But it does help when we have the number of clinicians that we do. I mean, you think about the hundreds of people that can show up on a query. You want to make sure that you're in that order where you want to be, whether that's first to be called or last to be called. Right. So, so great, great thoughts there. Um, I know we're, we're talking PRN, and that's primarily what we do here at Integrated and what our, our clinicians are looking for. But we also know that people work for us because they want to have that regular income stream coupled with flexibility. Per diem doesn't mean it's last minute all the time. Granted, we do have some last minute. 
how do we how do we ensure our clinicians have good income stream moving forward each week. Can you talk a little bit about that planning process? Yeah, absolutely. So what we recommend is in addition to letting us know your availability, you're in real time kind of letting us know all the other pieces that impact your availability, right? So when you're setting up your schedule, you're pulling out all of your calendars, your other work calendars, your family calendars, your kids' school calendars, and kind of putting that all together. So that way, ahead of time, you can know these are the days this month I want to work. I'm going to jump on that right now. The shifts are available ahead of time, and so I can get those booked. That way, knowing I work another job this day, I have to pick up my school kids from school on these days, I can already have my schedule weeks in advance and know that I've put in those days that I am available to work and picked up those shifts that were already on that calendar. Yeah, that's, that's great. That also is going to give our clinician the best selection of shifts. Um, even if you can't build out your full calendar, because we know flexibility is important. You may not want to commit to four days a week for the next three weeks, but grabbing two, three shifts a week at your favorite locations so that you know you've got those, you can kind of count on them, and then building around that. You know, it may be the Friday before you're looking at your schedule and saying, okay, I've already got, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but gosh, you know, I need a little bit of extra. I've got some time on Friday. Let me see what's available on Friday or Monday or Saturday or Sunday. Or maybe I want to turn that single day shift into a double shift. So I think that's that's great, great advice. Obviously, the more flexible our clinicians can be with geography yes. um, and with facilities, the more options they're going to have. Um, if, if you're very limited on how far you can drive, the facilities you want to go to, that is going to limit because, of course, the needs come in from facilities and they're not always the same shifts, the same days at the same facilities. They flex based on their openings. The one other thing I want to talk about, because this is something we, we hear a lot from our clinicians, particularly newer clinicians, is I got canceled. I booked a shift and the client canceled. Um, I know it's part of the process for per diem staffing, um, but maybe let's talk a little bit about why someone might get canceled. What happens and, and maybe how can we prevent that or, or make sure that we still have a good income stream when that does happen? Right. So one of the main reasons that we have a shift canceled by a client is that they have filled that shift internally with their own staff. As we all know, agency staff is here as a backup. Um, we assist these facilities when they don't have their own staff. And so if and when those facility staff, internal staff become available, oftentimes the client will replace an agency staff member with an internal staff member. At that time is when we get notified and the staffing team reaches out to you and says, hey, this shift has canceled. In that moment, that's when we're asking for that open flexibility. We always have shift rebook options. However, it may not be five minutes from the other facility you had booked at. So it's just being understanding that the clients are trying to fill their perfect schedule while you're trying to fill your perfect schedule. So that's kind of what we're here to make work, right, is seeing the changes, trying to get those information to you as quickly as possible and give you the most options for how to get those hours and not end up losing out. It's just about communicating and being open and flexible. Yeah, and that's, and that's great advice. You know, one thing that our clinicians might not realize is if they get canceled at the last minute, you know, two hours before a shift, and they do rebook, even if 
they're going to arrive a little bit late at the rebooked shift. Oftentimes, they'll get paid for, for that full shift yeah. because it's a last-minute fill, and our clients are more than willing to pay for the full shift Yes, um, if they're going to arrive in a reasonable amount of time you know, from the, the original start time. So um, always a good idea. Um, while you're trying to, to build out your, you know, the clinician's trying to build out their perfect schedule, the facility's trying to build out their perfect schedule as well. So just a couple of things that I always like to throw in there as well. Um, like you said, facilities often cancel when someone internally picks up a shift and, and they have agency staff. Things to keep in mind when they're trying to determine which agency staff person to cancel, they are going to cancel those that are most expensive to the facility. Yes. So that means if you have picked up a bonus shift yes. and they have an agency staff member that's not working bonus, you may be the one to get canceled versus the other agency staff member. If you're in overtime, that might be the one that gets canceled. So just kind of keep that in mind too as you're building out your schedule is, is if you're someone who is you know, really looking for bonuses which are by and far going away right now post-pandemic, that does increase the chance that you could potentially get canceled versus someone who's not working on a, on a bonus. Absolutely. You know, the, the other thing too is facilities will look at the reliability of the clinician. So if you have built a reputation as someone who has called off in the past, you may be most likely to get canceled. Um, you also might not get confirmed. You're not necessarily not working for integrated, but facilities have the ability to also pick and choose which agency staff members. So, you know, the more reliable you are, the harder you work, the more pleasant you are when you're on shift, those facilities also will mark employees as preferred. So that can certainly help our clinicians get the best schedule. At the end of the day, I think we all just want to meet our obligations, right? Right. Facilities want to have their shifts yep. filled. Clinicians want to make sure that they've got a good, strong paycheck. Um, we all are working together to make sure that patients get the best care. Any um, last minute things to add, Olivia? I think that um, the ability to choose your schedule is one of the big perks of agency, right? And so I think that just really understanding the process of what that looks like, how to get into the shifts you want, and how to communicate with the team here at Integrated, um, I think just knowing those little details is really going to be how you get the best out of what you're looking for here at Integrated. Yeah, great advice. In this day of, of digital platforms and technology, I think what you stated there is communicate with your office. They have so much more information that we can than we could ever communicate via a portal yeah. um, to share with you to help help you be successful. You know, as a reminder to our to our listeners, if you want to reach out to myself or to Olivia or to your local integrated healthcare office, um, check out our show notes. Uh, contact information is there. Um, please subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube. Um, don't hesitate to rate us, provide a review, subscribe to the channels. As always, thanks for listening. You're doing such important work, and we just appreciate everything that you do. Um, here at Integrated, we're so thankful that you're part of the team. Take care, and please join us on our next episode. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.